Fishy Soul Talk, a podcast about navigating your 20s and all that comes with it. Hosted by a girl who talks a lot. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of She's All Talk. I hope you've had a good week and are enjoying your weekend. I am snuggled up in lots of blankets and jumpers on the couch right now because there is a big storm currently um, bashing around WA. It's not actually too bad outside now, so I'm wondering if it's going to get worse overnight or if it's just not that bad where I am at the moment because it was pretty, pretty bad. Um, The Weather Bureau was expecting it to be a bit intense, so I mean, I guess it's still going to roll through tomorrow, so I guess we'll see how, how it goes there. But yeah, hope you're enjoying your weekend wherever you are. I've actually had a pretty busy week this week. I feel like I say that every single week, um, but it just always ends up being true. Friday was a really hectic day at work when the original plan was quite chill. But again, that always happens. Like Whenever I plan something to be chill, it always ends up being a hectic day. A lot of big news events kind of suddenly happened. And then my friend and I from work were at the shops when a quite violent incident went down in the car park. So we kind of witnessed the aftermath of that. And that was very intense. Um, I spent the weekend at home again this weekend. I went up on Friday after work and stayed at my boyfriend's house. And I had a really lovely weekend, although it actually felt quite short than usual because I came down probably like four hours earlier than I usually do. So it felt like a lot of a shorter weekend and it felt quite rushed. I'm not sure how it just kind of did, but I guess I had a lovely time overall and I saw my boyfriend and family and I caught up with one of my best friends on Saturday nights. That was really fun. And then, yeah, like I said, I headed back to where I live two hours away um, a bit earlier than usual today because there was a really big storm on the way and I did not want to get stuck driving in really bad weather. So that was not a mood. So the thing that I am loving at the moment is actually a podcast this week. It's called How to Fail with Elizabeth Day, I think. Um, And I discovered it recently. Actually, I discovered it on Friday and I've kind of been hooked since then. I listened to it on the drive up to Perth and I just, I'm loving it. Um, I discovered it when I saw the main actress, I think her name's Daisy Edgar, Edgar Jones, Edgar something. Um, The main actress from Normal People, which I'm freaking obsessed with the show. And also I think she is absolutely gorgeous and I love her Instagram. So I found it through there. So Of course, I had to listen when I found out she was on an episode and I really, really enjoyed it. I probably listened to like five episodes since then and some people, I didn't even know who they were, but I still listened to their episode just because it was so interesting. I really loved the episode with Marion Keys and Pandora Sykes. I loved both of those, I think probably because I am fans of those ladies too. But yeah, in the podcast, Elizabeth interviews the talent and they talk about, I think, three of their major failures that they personally think are their major failures in life and I guess how those failures impacted them moving forward. And it's just so interesting to listen to what other people consider their failures. And some of them are quite like smaller things while some are like really major events. And it's just interesting to see how they learned and how they grew from their failures. And I think it's something that you can really take a lesson away from each episode because everyone they speak 
everyone Elizabeth speaks to has such a different experience in life. So it's, it's a really interesting podcast and I really recommend it. I guess that's what inspired me for today's episode because I want to talk about failure and why it's important and what we can learn from it and all about that, I guess. For me personally, I'm someone who is scared of failure. I hate the idea of failing anything. I hate the idea of trying something and failing. I hate the idea of failing an assignment. I just, I hate it. I think that kind of holds me back quite a bit in life because obviously some things I won't try because I'm like, oh, I'm not going to be any good at that. Like, oh, I'm going to fail at that. So there's no point in me even trying, which is a bad mindset to have because you really should take each opportunity that you can. And if you fail, it's a learning experience and that's okay. But I still, I guess I'm learning to wrap my head around that and kind of getting into the groove that like failing is okay. And it is part of life and it happens. That's part of growing up. That's how, that's how we learn. That's how we become better people. But yeah, I guess I'm also a bit of a people pleaser as much as I don't like it. I care a lot about what other people think of me and I want people to like me really bad. I can't help it. <laughs> it's something I'm definitely trying to work on, I would say. But I feel like I feel like a lot of people actually struggle with that as well. Like you don't re- you don't want to care what other people think about you, but at the end of the day you do and sometimes that kind of controls what I do and how I act because I don't want to fail at getting someone to like me, I guess, which comes back to that fear of failure. I think my need to have people like me means, again, I'm often quite afraid of trying new things or trying to be different because I don't want to fail. Yeah. I'm terrified of the idea of of being bad at something. And a lot of things do make me anxious. I mean, in a different way to not just wanting to try them but like to the point where I actually feel really anxious about doing specific things. Um, but I think a fear of failure also plays into that as well. But yeah, I think it's really interesting when you actually sit down and kind of think hard about failure in general. It's something that we all go through and I guess we kind of become used to it. Although each time you do fail, it is kind of a shock to the system. So I, I don't, I'm kind of contradicting myself here now. I think you become used to it, but every time you do fail, it's still something that you're surprised by. And when I say you become used to it, it's almost like we expect ourselves to fail at some things and then we're surprised when we do well rather than being the other way around and expecting ourselves to do greatness and then being more surprised when we fail. I often find myself doing things and I think, oh, I'm going to do a crap job. And then I'm more surprised when I do well. But then also if I do do a crap job, even though it's something I was expecting, I'm still kind of hurt by myself from the failure, if that even makes sense. (laughs) I don't know. When I was in school, I was always one of those people who was really hard on myself about grades. I don't know why, because my parents never actually put that much pressure on me. Like they just wanted me to try my best and obviously do well, but like just put the most effort into things that I could at school. But 
I was really like hard on myself and put a lot of pressure on myself to do well and obviously get A's and everything. And I've never failed a test or an assignment or anything in uni or school ever. And the idea of possibly failing one actually really scared me. Like I would sometimes like get in tears about assignments because I thought I did so poorly in them and then I'd get my results back and they'd actually be fine. I, yeah, I was one of those people, but I did, I did work really hard and kind of put a lot of pressure on myself to get the grades, which I didn't really need to do because like, it's just school. It's really not that deep. But whenever I thought I did poorly in something at school, I'd be so hard on myself and tear myself down the whole time until the results came out. And I realized, oh, I was beating myself up over nothing. Like it's okay. I think this failure, I mean, fear of failure academically motivated me to work a bit harder and study hard, but it also made me put way too much pressure on myself than was necessary throughout school and even throughout uni because obviously I wanted to get good grades throughout uni, but my overall marks didn't actually count for anything. Like I just needed to pass every assignment and every unit. I didn't need to get high, high distinctions or anything like that, but somehow I still found myself putting a lot of pressure on myself to try and achieve those results. I don't know. I think it's it's a bit of a warped thing, this fear of failure when it comes to academ- academia. And it is really interesting when you kind of try and dissect it and break it down and think, well, why am I so pent up about getting good grades? Why, why do I think like this? But I think it's really important to be able to look at your failures as a learning experience, whether it be like a, a failure in life or a failure in school or say you don't get a job or you and your boyfriend break up or anything really you pitch a story and the editor doesn't like it or something like that if something doesn't work out it doesn't mean that everything in the world is over it just means that another door will open and you can use that failure as a chance to develop on yourself and I guess just learn from the experience I think I've been doing quite a bit of reflecting since listening to the how to fail episodes which you can probably tell by the rambling that's going on in this episode but bear with me I guess I I think with all the thinking I've been doing it's really important to sit with the failures you've had in life or whatever you may consider a failure um and yeah think about what you've learned from them or if you if you haven't, if you don't think that you have learned anything from it, kind of sit with yourself and think, okay, but why do I think that? Like, I think you can take something away from every situation. And especially if it's something that you failed at, or you think you failed at, you can always sit down and say, why, how can I do better next time? Like, what can I learn from this experience? What has this taught me about myself? That sort of thing major or significant failures I guess but there definitely have been lots of little things over the years like failures in life in general in friendships in love failures with myself that sort of thing one of my major failures to myself I guess was kind of letting myself settle in relationships both friendships and love I guess and be treated poorly by people It took me a while to recognize my worth in those situations and in getting to the stage where I actually know that I deserve better, um, quite a few heartbreaks were required. I think heartbreaks, whether it's love or friendship ones, both of them really can be classified as a failure because obviously that particular relationship didn't work out anymore and you're left hurt because of it. But in friendships and in love, sometimes things just don't work out and they break 
And I think I would classify those as some failures in my life. But the failure part about it was more so me letting myself be treated as less than I deserve rather than the friendship or the relationship breaking or ending, um, I guess, if that makes sense. But I've learned from that as you do from most failures. And I would say that I know my worth a lot better now. While I've been doing a lot of reflecting and I guess trying to get in touch with my personality and learn more about myself, I've recently become re-aware of the fact that I have some major personality flaws and I think it's important to try and acknowledge them and try to work on them to become a better version of myself rather than just recognizing them and being stubborn and not trying to change anything because it's who I am or whatever, like it's a part of me. I'd rather um, actually try and actively change that rather than just be like, oh yeah, that's an annoying part of my personality. Like it is something that I can control and I can stop doing. Um, I'll talk about a few of these things, but I became really aware of the fact that when drinking, um, when I have one too many drinks, I can be a bit too obnoxious. And I know that everyone gets that way, but I can be like a bit snappy and it's just like, it's totally unnecessary. And it's something that I can control because most of the time I am a really warm and friendly person. And especially when I'm drinking, like I chat a lot of shit, like I'm there for a good time, but sometimes I can be a bit, a little bit snippy and it's just, it's totally not necessary. And it's something that I want to rein in and be better at because it's just not nice to bring to a situation where everyone's having a good time and it's just not necessary, you know, and it's something that I can control. Another thing is that I want to become a better listener. I've said this on the podcast before a couple times, I'm pretty sure, but I want to listen to understand and to hear what the person's saying rather than listen to respond and to just relate it back to myself. I also want to spend less time on my phone when I'm around other people because it's so important to value the time that I spend with them rather than flicking through social media, which I can do when I'm home alone. Because when I'm home alone, I'm missing these people and I don't want to be wasting the time that I have with them when I'm actually face-to-face with them. I want to be less stubborn and not always need to be right because sometimes it starts way more fights than it's worth and taking the high road every now and then would be better for everyone and would just make situations a lot easier. And that is something that I've been, I think, working on recently and trying to to not do as much because you don't need to be right about everything. Like just take the chip on the shoulder sometimes and walk it off. I want to communicate better because it's more important to tell someone how you're feeling than to just bottle it up inside and think to yourself, oh, they said this about me or they did this to me because chances are they don't actually know what's bothering you and you're going to end up snapping at them for no reason. Well, I mean, you think it's for a reason because you know why you're upset, but they don't know that reason. So then they'll think it's for no reason and it'll just blow up when really it could be fixed by me saying, hey, um, why did you say this? It hurt my feelings or hi, I don't like how you did this towards me. And that's something that I'm also trying to work on because it's something that, again, I can control and I can be better at. I want to be kinder to others as well because... 
I don't know, I guess I just, I w- obviously I want people to be kinder to me and because everyone deserves to be treated nicely and I want to be known as someone who's friendly and welcoming rather than someone who's overall nice but can also be very stubborn and can come across as rude or sometimes bitchy because that's not who I want to be and that's not who I am inside. And I don't know if people actually think about me like that but that's sometimes how I view myself and I'm like, that's not who I really am. Like I don't need to have those elements in my personality when I can control them. I think I guess these are a mini failures in myself, I would say. Um, I guess flaws in your personality can be considered failures in yourself. But by acknowledging them and committing to working on them, I think it makes me more self-aware and puts me on a more positive path that I can I can do something and I can change something about them because I think it's important to to recognize when there is something wrong or when there is something you can do better at and don't let the fact that you're not great at it stop you. And I guess that kind of relates to every type of failure. Like if you fail at a sport or you fail at trying something new or you fail at public speaking, like you can learn from that and you can take something away from that. And I think what I was saying that I want to be less stubborn and I want to be kinder, that sort of thing, is a good way of looking at it rather than saying I'm bad at this, I'm, yeah, I guess just saying I'm bad at that, saying I want to be better at this because then you're not really being too hard on yourself but more so you're looking at what you can learn from the person you are already because it is all about learning at the end of the day that like that's what shapes us into who we are and we're learning more and more each day and we're going to be continuously learning until we die as dramatic as that seems but it's true and failure is the best way for us to learn as we progress through life so it's something that we're gonna have to wrap our heads around each time we we come across it and I think it's really important to be in touch with yourself and be able to to reflect on these situations and go okay how can I improve next time what did I learn from this what did I do wrong what did I do right and just kind of take note of that and kind of store it away in your mind so you can remember it for next time and and adapt it into your personality so it's it's something you can bring with you and use it as a learning experience. I feel like I've repeated myself a lot in um, today's episode, but I guess hopefully you can take away some of my reflections and do a bit of reflecting on your own. What are some of your personality flaws that you think you can can work on to become the best version of yourself? And I don't want this to come across as an excuse to tear yourself down because everyone has little things that I guess are flaws in their personality. Like I'm not talking about physical things because those aren't your failures. And I guess maybe failure is the wrong word for personality flaws, but I think it ties into the same topic well, so I'm just going to call it a mini failure. But flaws in your personality is totally something that you can control. Like it's something that you can change about yourself if you don't like it. If you think that you um, aren't welcoming to new people, like that's something that you can work on and that you can change about yourself. So you are more welcoming and you are more outgoing or something like that. And you can use that to your advantage moving forward into the future and, and learn new skills from your journey where you try to be more welcoming. I think 
I guess what I'm trying to say is that there's always a reason to try and better yourself and try and and move forward and just become the best version of yourself that you can. I think a good way of thinking about it is if you saw this quality in another person, would you like them or would it change your view of them? If you're quite a stubborn person, but that's not something you want to change about yourself and then you meet someone and you think, that you might like them as a friend or maybe you want to go on a date with them and you realize that they are very stubborn and you're like, oh, that's not something that I find attractive. Like, I don't like that at all. But you are a very stubborn person. I think that maybe you should try and take a hard look at yourself in the mirror and think, hey, maybe that's something I can change about myself. So maybe I can become less stubborn, that sort of thing. But yeah, I don't know. Hopefully some of this was actually helpful and made sense and wasn't just one big ramble about failures in general. I just think that it's a really interesting topic. And again, I really recommend listening to the podcast, How to Fail, because the the talent that are on each episode, like they have such interesting life stories and they have such interesting failures. And honestly, like I'm 21, I haven't really done anything in my life. Not many things have actually gone wrong for me so far. I haven't really experienced any major setbacks, but these people have experienced these setbacks or at least they can reflect well enough on the lives to think of things that may seem small now, but were major things at the time. And, and the way that they can reflect and be in touch with themselves and what they learned from those, those setbacks and those failures is just so interesting. And I think maybe if you listen to today's episode and then you go and check out, um, how to fail, you will just, you'll, I don't know, maybe have a shift in your perspective and I think it can really help understand a little bit more about yourself it's really loud outside in the background. Um, the wind is is going really fast because of the storm. So hopefully that hasn't been too distracting. But yeah, thank you so much for listening to today's op- today's episode. Episode. <laughs> um, I hope it has been interesting and somewhat helpful. I just really want people to be able to to take away the importance of of learning from your failure and not being too harsh on yourself at the end of the day and just really trying to better yourself in the best way you can because that's something that I'm all about at the moment and I mean while we're we're kind of at home with a lot of a lot of time on our mind we can become a bit more in touch with ourselves and our personalities there's no reason not to unless you have something going on there's no harm in in trying to understand yourself better because at the end of the day, like you're stuck with yourself. So you may as well try shape yourself into a version of you that you actually like and, and you want to be friends with yourself. I think today's episode might be a little shorter than usual, but I think I spoke quite fast and rambled a lot. So yeah, hopefully, hopefully, as I've said before, you enjoyed today's episode and I will be back in your ears next week. Thanks for listening, guys, and enjoy your week. Happy new week. Make it a good one, all that sort of thing. See ya. Yep. I said it before and I'll say it again. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while.